Welcome to the Stronger Than Your Boyfriend podcast. We are Heather and Katie, owners of Bar Path Fitness, here to help you sift through the bullshit and toxic misinformation that permeates the fitness industry. Today, we have a Q&A podcast. Are you tired of hearing me say, all right, fam, we have three questions like usual. <laughs> if you want to ask us questions, join our Facebook group, Stronger Than Your Boyfriend. Hit us up on Instagram, slide into the DMs at Bar Path Fitness. You can email us if you're cool like that. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I guess. Okay. Cool. Question number one. All right. What are your thoughts on the higher skill kettlebell kettlebell movements like cleans and snatches? I like them, but not for everyone because, Mm -hmm. well, here's the thing. I feel like they would be good for everyone if people actually treated them like skills versus they want to kick their ass with the cleans and snatches. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm talking like you go to a CrossFit class and there's like, you know, burpees and then kettlebell swings and snatches and all this shit when people don't actually know how to do it. Mm -hmm. So if you're going into these movements and you're like, I want to learn the skill, you're either watching videos that teach you how to do it. Ideally, you're working with a coach who can teach you how to do it because there is a lot of technique into a kettlebell swing. People just kind of flail around, I feel like, when they do these. But there's a lot of technique and skill to it. Like you have to hinge your hips. You want to flex, you know, you have to get the right momentum. You want to flex your quads at the right time. And um, the kettlebell experts will probably even go as far as saying like at the certain moment in a swing, like you, the kettlebell should be here or whatever. You know, I'm not that well versed in the kettlebells, but there is a lot of skill. So go, if you start light and you're practicing these movements versus trying to kick your own ass, then I think they're really cool. Same applies for barbell cleans and snatches too. Mm-hmm. Any you know tool. what I mean? Any tool. Any tool and like Any that. like movement that is like a power movement like that where you're really supposed to not do a million reps yeah. to fatigue. <laughs> yes, that's another great point. You should, you know, if you're doing it for cardio, eh, I don't know about that. Like if you're trying to do conditioning and you're doing like, you know, 30 seconds on, 15 seconds off of kettlebell swings, I'm not really a fan of that. Mm, you should yeah. do like, especially at first, if you're just learning the skill of the movement, like five reps of a kettlebell swing and try to perfect it and then rest. So you're not fatiguing yourself, but you're actually just trying to practice the skill. So, okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Question number two, how do y'all approach the holidays with all of the food, <laughs> alcohol, etc.? Just eat it yeah. and drink it. What do you mean? Appro- <laughs> like, how do I approach it? Hungrily. Yeah. <laughs> I approach it very excitedly. <laughs> I prance down to the kitchen and I fill my plate and I look like a little kid on Christmas because it is. And I eat the food and I am filled with joy. Yes. Yes. Okay. With much for, excitement. Yes. I feel like this person is probably asking like how to balance everything. Yeah. Do I'm just assuming. that. Balance everything. You know, Try to have some sort of a consistent schedule with your workouts if you can, because you'll feel good about, you know, life doing that on the days you don't have holiday parties or, you know, family gatherings or whatever. Just eat normal. Just be normal. You don't have to like go all out every day just because it's the holiday season, but also enjoy yourself because the holidays come once a year. Once a year isn't really going to kill your progress. Yeah, you might have days where you indulge a little bit too much or you think that it's too much and you go out a little too much. Cool. That's fine. So when you don't go out as much, you'll be right back to where you were. So it's really nothing to stress about. People stress about this shit way too much. 
Yeah, I think the the argument here is right. Like if you're like, oh, uh, you know, there are a lot of people, a lot of people who are have a healthy mindset around this are like, just enjoy the yeah. food, just enjoy yes. the food. And then yeah. people's argument that they that I've heard people return with is, well, I'm I can't because if I do this, then I'll binge or if I do this, I'll mm-hmm. go into a fuck it mindset and blah, blah, blah. And the reality is that that is not a problem with the holiday and that is not a problem with the food. That is a, a deeper issue that you need to work on. And you should go back and listen to our podcast uh, where we interviewed Connie, the registered dietitian, yes. because she has some great mm-hmm. uh, thoughts on this as a topic overall. And she also works with a lot of people with um, issues with eating and disordered eating and things like that. So um, so anyway, that that is kind of the the argument that I've heard. And I, I just want to say that that, that isn't the food or the holiday that is, there's something deeper there um, that needs yeah. to be worked on. So yeah, because you can, you can do whatever you want. You're an adult mm-hmm. and I'm assuming, well, a lot of people listen to this. You're in America. This is a free country. You can fucking eat a cookie. If you want to eat a cookie. Actually, you're we have just, a lot of people that are not in America that listen to this. Just, so you know, that's why I was hesitant about saying that. <laughs> yeah. We have but some I feel uh, like... listeners in New Zealand, Australia. That's cool. You're love a shout that, out. Yeah. Shout out. Hey, love that. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, yeah. we're in America and that's, that's a, that's, you know, it, but in general, like you can eat mm-hmm. what you want. If you also, Another, I think we've talked about this on a previous podcast, but if you shift your mindset to you don't want to versus you can't, that makes a huge difference because Mm, I totally get it. Like going out to eat a lot, indulging a lot, you get to a point where you just kind of want to be, you know, eat like you normally do, be on your routine. At least I feel like that. Oh, that's me after traveling for sure. Yeah. So sometimes you can just say, no, I'm good. I don't want it right now versus I can't have that because then it won't you know, prolong the conversation. If you say, I can't have that, then, you know, whoever you're with, they might be like, well, why can't you have it? You're an adult. You could do whatever you want, et cetera, et cetera. Judgy, judgy. But if you say, I don't want that right now, I, usually people just end the conversation. So yeah. speaking of, you, I turned down a mimosa today. Wow. <laughs> a free I'm mimosa. impressed. I know. What? I love, I love my mimosas, but yeah, I just wasn't oh, feeling crazy. it today. And I knew Who I had to come you? home and do a lot of work. So it was breakfast. All right. I, yeah. Just, you never <laughs> turned down free mimosas. I know. <laughs> oh, that's a random fluke. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's a first and maybe a last. Well, we did have to record this podcast, so right, right. Whether it be tipsy in the podcast. <laughs> I think I'd be way more fun, but no. no just, <laughs> uh but yeah, I, I actually did want to get uh a workout in tonight. And I, I knew that if I had a mimosa, it probably wouldn't be my best workout. So I didn't. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. um, cool. Do you think we covered that one or I feel like, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's where we're both at with it yeah. right now. Like it's you know, and also, I don't feel like you need to make "quote unquote" healthier versions of anything. Just eat the pie, eat the cookies, just enjoy it because it's not—it's not something you eat all the time. If you are stressed out about it, so mm-hmm. that's my last point on that. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Great. Um, question three: What are some easy ways to sneak greens into your diet? Oh, sneak them in. Yeah. So I need this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, smoothies are the best option, I feel yes. like, because you can literally blend them, especially if you're working with spinach. Spinach doesn't have much of a taste. It might turn your smoothie green, but you can't really taste it if you're putting other delicious things in there like fruit, peanut butter, milk, protein powder, whatever, honey. You really won't taste the spinach at all. So that's a really good way. There are some recipes where the greens in it, or if you put greens in it, you don't really know that they're there and or they taste really good. Mm-hmm. So I just made this it's like this turkey pasta, cheesy pasta dish. Turkey and there's pasta. like 
Ducky Pasta. I, no, I, <laughs> I knew you're gonna sing it. I knew I you used to have it. a song. Okay, good. <laughs> so it, uh, you know, at the end, when you cook it, you throw like I feel like it's almost a whole container of spinach. And you know, with spinach, a whole container, you it's know, like turns into like one leaf when you yeah. cook it. <laughs> so, but it, like it's in. You barely even know it's in there because you're tasting like the cheese and the pasta and the turkey, and it's like, okay, here's a piece of here's a leaf that you eat every once in a while too and it, you can't taste it i feel um i feel like the, you know those two well find a good recipe and you can that incorporate greens and then you'll actually start enjoying them i feel like that's a big part of it but mm -hmm. i yeah i don't like sneaking them in i feel like yeah. it's kind of hard like a soup or a stew maybe i was gonna say my room i have a new roommate that is uh, a vegetarian and she eats a lot of vegetables and i i remember opening the fridge and just seeing nice. so many vegetables and I was like this is awesome and how uh and she was like I do a lot of soups um so oh, she, yeah, cool. she, yeah she makes a, a lot way. of soups and stews and, and uses veggies in those so yeah my client he just gave me this it's like a recipe for like sausage kale something else soup and he was like it's the best thing I've ever eaten so I'm like oh I'm normally not a kale fan but I guess it's probably pretty good if he's mm. if he eats it multiple times a week right now and if it's like a go-to dish so yeah i feel like the yeah. sausage is like a really strong flavor too that could help get rid of some of that kale yeah. flavor <laughs> yeah and a good way to eat them yeah kale, kale flavor is the worst literally yeah, it's not my favorite so <laughs> but i feel like you know if you if you're eating greens and you want to just have like a side of greens don't be afraid to cook them in butter or oil, olive oil or something and put some garlic and onion, like season them, then they'll taste good. So there, Heather, remember that restaurant we went to um, back in Chicago with my family? I think it was called Capri and they had the side of spinach. Do you remember? Wait, yes. They had the giant yes. glasses of wine. Yes. But yeah. their most, one of their most popular sides is the spinach because but it's so delicious it's got like you know lemon on it olive oil garlic yep. salt it's really good like was really it like good. because here this is what i was thinking i used to make this actually at home i don't remember if you remember this this was years ago i used to make like a kale and collard greens situation oh nice and it was like olive oil and like lemon and like Yum. pepper and salt and maybe maybe garlic i don't know but yeah. like i actually kind of like kale in that situation yeah that's the thing seasonings are key seriously Season Mm -hmm. And like, don't be afraid of a little butter to make it more a lot delicious. Of butter, oh, butter yeah. basted my steak the other day was so good. I was gonna say if you're if you're trying to eat kale, you should probably use a lot of butter. Just saying. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. You don't have to sneak them in, but I mean, you can. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There are any like sneaky ways, like the kale, the kale sneaker, spinach. <laughs> I don't know. You could do a salad. Like put get a good salad dressing. Get some mixed greens. That seems then, very not sneaky. No, we're, I'm kind of past the sneakiness. <laughs> but like there are, I'm just trying to talk about ways to make them like more delicious. Okay. Like the Primal Kitchen, they have really good salad dressings and you can do up a salad, put some chicken in it, some eggs, some avocado, some nuts, some fruit. Like you really like the, the greens. It's just like like a side effect <laughs> of the other stuff. So I don't know. I mean, I guess you could sneak the greens in the salad if you put more of the other stuff over the greens. I think we should they're... just... These are overt greens. They're not sneaky. They're overt. Overt greens. <laughs> what are some easy way to eat overt greens? Overt. Salad. Yeah, we're not sneaking them in. We're not sneaky. <laughs> I was trying yeah, to think I... of the opposite word of sneak. 
Yeah, overt. Thinking, overt. <laughs> How to make your overt greens taste better <laughs> so you actually want to eat them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's I mean a lot of a lot of examples mm-hmm. in there. So mm-hmm. take mm-hmm. your pick and do yep. it. Yep. Yep. Omelets. Omelets. I forgot about oh, omelets. Oh, omelets. That's a good yes. one. Yeah. Easy way to frittata greens in. Yeah. Yeah. Frittata okay. omelet. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's something about like spinach in an omelet. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Ooh, pizza. I really oh, like arugula on pizza. And arugula is like not my favorite thing to eat because it's Got like spice on it. Or it's in like it. weird and it like is stringy and gets stuck in your teeth. But for some reason on a pizza, I'm like, yeah, arugula. Okay. Let's be, <laughs> let's be real though. How many green, like how much of a serving are you actually getting on a pizza? You know what? Green? Probably one. Probably not that much. Probably not that much. Maybe one. I don't know. I'll say, I'm going to say like a third of one. Maybe. Like a cup. A cup of greens is a fuck ton. Like raw. I don't know. The pizza that I get from that Fire and Vine place, I order a lot. Okay. Uh-huh. Often. They put a lot of arugula on that. And then they put uh-huh. a lot of that hot honey on there. Mm. I love hot honey. That's, That's like yeah, a Colorado, that like Colorado thing. thing. Yeah. 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 I bought some. I bought some hot honey the other day. It's good. Well, I'm going to Chicago for Christmas and I'm getting Aurelio's. That's some real fucking pizza. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Heather. Uh, Yeah, I think I had that Aurelio's, maybe? Yeah, Aurelio's. Yeah. That's, yes. I just, yeah, because I'm not a Chicago. It's not deep dish. No, it's not. It's not deep yeah. dish. This is just like, like people always assume like Gior- Giordano's. I'm like, what the fuck? Nah. Like Giordano's is a chain. No, if you go to Chicago and you're trying to get pizza, hit me up because I'll tell you where to go. <laughs> All I got to say. Great, great. Anywho. We talking okay. about pizza now? Yeah, no. We I got away pizza. from greens, and now we're talking about pizza. Didn't we talk <laughs> about pizza last week on the podcast? Or was it? Yeah, with Connie. I think we, we did. really like pizza. I yeah, did. We actually thing. actually get pizza after that. I saw that on your Instagram. There story. was proof. I did that just I in case. It, it was Heather a big confirms. pizza. What is that? Denver Pizza Company? Is that what that yeah, was? Yeah, I hadn't heard of it. I gotta try it. But it's, it's good. Re- it's it's pretty good. It's pretty okay. good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's a bunch of different flavors. I love that. Whatever toppings, not flavors. Yeah, I like me a wood fire pizza. That's okay. That's especially in a homemade wood fire. Like, have you had someone who has a wood fire oven? No, I know someone who has a wood fire oven and bomb, bomb. Aren't you cool? (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) It's. I mean, the only way like that you can use it though is if you're cooking for like a ton of people, right? Because like, yeah, it doesn't make sense to set it up to make one pizza. Yeah, yeah. Like, all right, let's, an event. let's fire up the oven for two hours and make our pizza <laughs> for five seconds and then right. eat it. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Okay, well, I hope you learned how to incorporate your greens into your diet. <laughs> and pizza. <laughs> and pizza. We're drifting to pizza. <laughs> okay. We got bored with the greens. <laughs> all right. Well, if you like this podcast, please rate and review it and share it with all your pizza-loving friends, which should be everyone. <laughs> yes. Totally. And that's it. Peace out.